everyone. It's been way too darn long. Damn it. Let's get it going. What is up, everybody? My name is Sanj. I am your host of Brewsome Buddies. And thank you for being back to the show with us, the podcast that is here for the smokers, the drinkers, the geeks, the nerds and the sports fans, all of the above. It's been too long, and I apologize for taking so long getting here. Excuse me. There's a lot that's been happening in my life personally with the show. A lot of people being a little bit too busy, too much of a low life to be able to participate. So I got to do the show on my own. All right. Well, it is a new year, 2023. I am definitely going to be the last person to say a happy new year. But again, thank you for being with us on the show. It's Sunday. Super Bowl is next week. Let's talk a little bit of sports as we get to it. This week we have the Pro Bowl, which is down to a flag football game hosted by the Mannings. But uh, there's also the Super Bowl next week. First of all, before we get to any of this, let's go ahead and start our sports segment. Grab your steroids and your PEDs. It's time for sports. Grab your PEDs. It's time for sports. Drugs. Let's not forget about the drugs, drugs that make the game so good. Well, right now we have the Pro Bowl, and basically there are the Manning brothers who are the Kennedys of the NFL, the royal family of the NFL, if you will. We have John F. Kennedy, which is Peyton Manning. Don't shoot, don't shoot. And then we have Robert Kennedy, who is Eli Manning. Don't shoot, don't shoot. Now, these guys got rocket arms, but at this point in time, they are retired former NFL quarterbacks, soon to be Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and Super Bowl champions, both of them two-time Super Bowl champions. The ideal life, the ideal family that you would want. Their father was once a NFL star. So this is exactly what you're looking for when it comes to the royal family of the NFL. Now, they are hosting what is the Pro Bowl, and that is basically what used to be the best of the best when it comes to the game of football. Uh, Not so much this year. Now it's just whoever is willing to participate. A lot of players have realized it's extremely lame and uh, not worth risking injury. So what they do is... Uh, what they do is do other things that seem to be a little bit more entertaining to themselves, which is appropriate. I mean, what you're going to do getting $10,000 to tear your ACL, correct? Um, so the Peyton Manning brothers, they've created this ultimate skills challenge, obstacle courses, tic-tac-toe for linemen. And they're doing the best that they can. Apparently, it's probably Peyton Manning's production company. So... they're uh you know completely part of it but all in all it's just a spectacle uh nothing really competitive about it it's just a good time celebrating that the season that they had with fun easy games that they can participate in however if you really want some action you're not gonna get it don't look for anything competitive don't look for anyone who's showing their skills in a high competitive way but all in all it's better than what it used to be It used to be, as Dan Patrick wisely and humorously called it, 
it was a uh, slow dance competition of 11 guys with another 11 guys slow dancing and escorting each other to the ground. Nowadays, it's a little different with, uh, you know, no participants from the offensive or defensive line in the Pro Bowl game itself because the Pro Bowl game is a flag fucking football game. A flag football game, if you will. Uh, the same thing that we used to play, play in physical education when we were in elementary and middle school and that we really didn't even get down to when we were in high school because at the high school level, if you weren't playing tackle, you were kind of a puss. If you were playing flag football, I guess it was only during, during physical education. But other than that, if you were a dude, even chicks at that point in time, you know, you're kind of playing tackle football uh, unless you're on cement or something like that, which these guys aren't. <clears throat> So kudos to the Manning brothers for doing their best to be able to uh, entertain us with what this is. But all in all, it's still a failure, but they're definitely, definitely trying in the face. All right. So let's continue moving on with some of these other sports. Oh, uh, let's see here. We got the NBA going. Nothing too uh, spectacular happening there in terms of surprises or um, let's see, excitement in terms of specific players doing miraculous things. I guess the two things that you could kind of get to is LeBron James soon to be surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, originally known as Lou Alcindor. If his mama named him Lou, I'ma call him Lou. You fucking go up to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and call him Lou and he's gonna punch you in the face. All right, so anything about that, let's see here, LeBron James, was in the league when he was straight out of high school. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got into the league after four years of college. So there's a lot of years already there, more than Kareem. Um, let's see here. LeBron James, would I say he had more Hall of Fame players around him? No. What he's done is pretty miraculous and pretty spectacular and fantastic in every which way. Kareem, um, you know, civil rights, hard fighter, uh, fighter for the people, made basketball popular. Um, well, I shouldn't say he made popular. He didn't popularize it. In fact, that his uh, in his heyday, the game was kind of dying, if you will. Um, it definitely wasn't the most interesting thing to fans, and it needed uh, the sport needed a boost from two young men named Magic Johnson and Larry Bird to be able to uh, excite the fans at a higher level and save the league in a way, if you will. But that's pretty cool. LeBron James is doing his thing. I mean, kudos to him. If you're going to have a Hall of Fame career, LeBron James' career might be close to perfect. Close to perfect. I mean, voice off of the court, player empowerment in the business and on the court, and then also being able to um, create outside of the court and off of the court, building schools, never got in trouble with the law, never really got in trouble in the household that, you know, the public knows of. Um, I'm sure his wife whooped his ass a couple of times. Uh, Motherfucker, get off the video games. You're 35. Get off the video games, you billionaire. And then that's when he's like, bitch, I'm a billionaire. And video games is one of my hobbies. So let it be, let it be, because I'm about to make a movie with Bugs Bunny. You know what I'm saying? So if that's if that's the case, I mean, you know, how do you really tell a person not to play video games when he's, you know, 
bringing home not only the bacon, but the whole farm, millions and hundreds of millions of dollars every year. So, you know, it's hard for her to say anything, but I'm sure uh, she always did wonder, why are you gay? Hey, LeBron James is not gay. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, and if he is, please no spoilers in the fucking ads. You don't want to make the mobs get mad. They will get your ass. Don't spoil, don't get don't pass it for in the screen. If you do, you get time out, so don't make mobs be mean. All right. Here's to that. I'm going to pour this up for myself as we continue moving on. I am the brew and the bud in Brew Some Buddies. Okay. So let's see here. Also in the NBA, Kyrie Irving is, um, again, ruining it for a lot of good people. Uh, Kyrie Irving taking the world on his own shoulders and not really giving a fuck about his teammates or anyone else in the franchise of the Brooklyn Nets. And it's all about him. Someone get him a bib. I don't know what it is about Kyrie Irving, but the guy needs a lot of attention 24-7. Yeah, I said it. I'm surprised he's not more on social media. Um, the way he keeps continuing to want to make news, wanting attention, doing things that, yes, I guess he believes um, he is right. I guess he believes that what he says is the way that things should be. But in this day and age, um, I think Malcolm X was humorously laughing at some of the people society considers leaders. In, in, Malcolm X famously in an interview found it humorous that America goes to entertainers as the leaders of the country. All of a sudden, a actor who is directed and told what to do in everything that he does from PR people to managers to the actual directors in the film to writers who write the words that they say in the movie, all of a sudden you have the brains to be a leader. That's what society goes to. All of a sudden the rest of society says, hey, George Clooney, you're, you're a goddamn genius. You're a goddamn genius because you got paid a lot of money for acting and then you hired people to invest it for you. Then you made a lot of money from that and because you have a lot of money and a lot of attention and you have a, a voice, basically a platform, you know, you talking about it, you must be right. Let's follow you, right? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, same thing. Um, anyone who speaks what others feel is the truth is all of a sudden a leader if they're also an entertainer and a name. And it's the weirdest thing, you know, like, for example, if you ever go to some of these functions or events and you start talking and you hear that the person will be like, I never knew the truth. And then all of a sudden people will start clapping. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, this person's about to go somewhere. This person's about to go somewhere. And then they say some other shit that's completely off of where you thought they were going. And all of a sudden you realize, damn, you're sheep and you're just clapping because everyone else is clapping. Like, great example is during the uh, elections when 
I think uh, Michelle Obama was going to go talk for and make a speech um, in support for Hillary. I believe that's who it was before they realized they should run out the fucking door. Michelle, don't go. Uh, Michelle had famously said, uh, or not famously said, but in her speech, she said, I live in the White House and everyone started clapping extremely loud and super proud and michelle had to put her finger up and stop them and be like hold on like don't just start clapping because you guys are just a crowd of sheep who are just clapping at tonality of the speech instead of the words in the speech so by the time she shut them up for clapping in response to something that they had no understanding of her second sentence in that speech was her first sentence was i live in the white house no in a house and they were all clapping because they knew she lived in the white house and then her second sentence was that slaves built and then all of a sudden people were like head for g hills boom roasted boom roasted they all of a sudden realized the stupidity of them jumping to conclusions assuming that she was going to say something about how great it is to be the president and living in the White House. But she was talking about how slaves had built that house. And then from then on, the speech didn't get the power that it deserved because people were so quick to jump off of, jump up, jump onto whatever she was saying, no matter what, before hearing what she was really going for. And that's the same that happens in sports and 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 sports stars and and athletes who have a platform, they start saying 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 some shit, and then all of a sudden, everyone starts agreeing and loving them, like they're part of their fucking entourage. And this happens a lot in African American cultures. You can see it. But in a lot of cultures, the more money you have, the more followers you will have. Look at R. Kelly. Women still like R. Kelly and trust R. Kelly after everything that's happened with R. Kelly. Anytime you see R. Kelly, it should be like fucking, you're seeing fucking uh, Omar from The Wire walking down the street, singing a hunting we will go or whistling that shit. You gotta be like, Daddy, chill. Relax, think about what you're saying. Don't start jumping to conclusions. Listen to the spoken word. Don't listen to just the hype. Don't follow just because they're famous. Listen to the spoken word. And this is where Kyrie goes wrong. Let me bring it back. Kyrie's crazy. He has a great thing, a great like situation, great life. And he does want to be able to explain why he and his theories are more correct than yours. He's right. You're wrong. He won't listen to you. You have to listen to him. He won't allow you to ask him a question, but he'll answer one for you. He thinks the earth is flat. He thinks he thinks Jewish people are bad. Or he thinks it's okay to post movies about Jewish people being bad or being slave owners when you're a public person. And that is, but you have to watch the movie first, which he said he did not do. He just posted it just for posting it watch that shit first then bro and see where it's gonna go and then talk about it 
intelligently. Don't just put it on there and then all of a sudden you have to be coerced into fucking apologizing. Use your brain. Or if your brain is the reason that you are in this situation, then take it out of your hands and let someone else help you guide you to where you want to be. Because if your actions have got you to where you don't want to be, then let God or someone else help you have the actions and tell you the actions that may be needed to get you to where you want to be. I'm deep, bro. Deep in it. All right. Now, let's continue on. What else is going on in the world? Let me see here. Pro Bowl is happening. Not too good. Kyrie Irving is crazy. Not too good. China has got balloons. Not too good. So, China has got a balloon that's been flying over the U.S. at 100,000 100, feet in the air? Miles in the air? Feet in the air? Either which way. It's really high up there. And they're using it to spy on us, apparently. Now, that's dangerous. However, they're also using TikTok to spy on us. From what I hear, in China itself, you can only use TikTok for 45 minutes. 45 minutes of viewing it and a few minutes for being able to create content to go onto TikTok for others to view. Now, isn't that a trip? What a twist. All right. Now, getting out of sports, let me get out of sports here real quick. One more time for the sports, everybody. Uh, let me drop it like it's hot. It's been a long time since I've done the show, and now I'm doing it completely by myself because it's just the way it has to be. So technical difficulties will be happening. However, I am going to be doing my best to be able to bring you a smooth transition to everything. So this will end and conclude our sports section of the show grab your pds it's time for sports drugs all right very good thank you for getting us out of there and what a great voice our commentator has okay so uh moving on here going up into the air with a balloon from china popping that shit and uh, having it drop down somewhere over South Carolina. Hopefully, it didn't take out any ducks. Oh, it did take out a duck. <laughs> My bad. But um, let's see here. China spying. Oh, crouching tiger hitting camera. <laughs> uh -huh. Cobra, why not take it down and fucking dissect it and see what information they're trying to steal? Now, why do countries steal information a young child asked me this or why would they do what they are doing and i told them as nicely as i could and politically correctly as kid friendly as i could that everybody in the world every corporation every business every everything that has some sort of how should i say need to be better sometimes they take dramatic measures to be able to get better and what to the a lot of people is is getting better is not necessarily working hard and and getting just a better product that they created to be better 
every year by adjusting it or doing whatever. But sometimes what they do is they will spy on another company's product to be able to steal those ideas to make your product, the, 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 their own company's product, better, right? And that's like, for us adults, common knowledge, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's anything. It's Viagra. It's when you need to get a boner, but you can't. You get a pill so you can have sex. Yes. So we have to think of it that way. That's, that's kind of how I was explaining it to her. I was saying, you know, uh, people and companies and even countries always want to be the best. And sometimes instead of conversing honestly and openly about how a certain country is going about doing things and learning from them and using their information to make themselves get better, instead what they do to not come off as, uh, as weak or as a team player because they're kind of selfish is they will try to spy and get information in any which way they can to be able to steal that information to make their product better before the other countries can make their stuff better. So that's basically why we were, well, the why I was explaining to her and how I explained it to her. Now, to all of you out there, give me your thoughts first about the sports. Tell me about the Pro Bowl and Kyrie Irving. Tell me your thoughts on China so we can kind of go over it during the show and I can uh, read your feedback and then we can kind of discuss it with using Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you feel, uh, even Tumblr. You can find us at Bruce and Buddies on all of those platforms. So China spying, using TikTok to spy, using balloons to spy, using people to spy, using the internet to spy, always wanting to get better, always got to watch out for these countries, Homeland Security. I wonder, what do we have floating over other countries? And if so, we should definitely go higher than 100,000 feet because we were able to find it. And we know those other countries have great technology, especially those Chinese, because they'd be stealing it from everyone else. Aww. Okay. Okay, I see that people didn't really enjoy that aspect of it. Let's move this over to something else, and let's get into the movies. How about that? All right, that is our film role as we transition into some movies and the movie world. I don't really have thoughts on any of the movies that are out right now. I did watch Black Panther over again because later today I will be watching Black Panther 2. <clears throat> I can't give you a review to that as soon as I do watch that. I did see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I gotta say, fantastic. Give me a second here. Let me play something for you while you guys enjoy me drinking my soda. Kenobi! That was the loudest and longest sound effect I could find in an instant to be able to enjoy a nice sip of bubbly water. All right. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I gotta say, of course, the animation, 11 out of 10. Fantastic. The action, 10 out of 10. 
fantastic. The storyline, really good. And the sex scene between Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek as the cats, hot. Okay. Very Desperado-ish. Good comeback to the uh, cast of Desperado, but this time through the movie Puss in Boots. Yes, Johnny Depp was even in it. And he was a blind Mexican who's not really Mexican and is actually a pirate. But he loses his eyes and he has to claw people with only his other senses and a fake paw that he uses while eating and using his other paw to hold a gun under a table against banditos who have rows of bullets around the cross around their chest and a big sombrero hat. Okay. Wait. I need to add one more thing. I need to add the sweet sounds of the Mexican trumpet. Okay, enough of that. But yeah, Puss in Boots, great storyline. Um, really fantastic how they uh, have, uh, uh, what's his name? John Mulaney as uh, the bad guy. He does the voice of the bad guy. And it's great because John Mulaney has a very polite, accurate, almost... Um, classic american 1920-ish 1940-ish kind of voice so when he plays the fairy tale character who is also evil it adds a good twist don't want to spoil it but they all die boss is dead long live the dog arf arf okay moving on out of our film and let's move into some big time shit. That small time shit don't make no never mind with us. Yes, the big time shit I have is nothing. I can't think of anything. I do want to say I'm very glad Brittany Griner's back, but that's pretty old news. Oh, yeah, I do want to talk about this in movies. I want to talk about not really movies, but TV shows and the Internet and where this is going. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bruce and Buddies. Okay. Okay. So this is Bruce and Buddies. Okay. And I want to be the one to be able to drop it like it's hot by saying something. One more time. Who am I? Bruce and Buddies. Okay. I believe that TV shows will use a streaming platform to make their show popular in the first couple of seasons, but after the second season, TV shows will have their own app or streaming service available where the audience will purchase the show directly and not go through a streaming service. So no Netflix. If I want to watch, let's say, the newest version of Sopranos, right? And it's just as good as the original Sopranos. It's called Sopranese. It's all women mafia, right? This show will use HBO Max for the first two seasons to get its popularity. And then season three through 10 will be its own private streaming service app that you will have to purchase to be able to enjoy the show. And then all proceeds go directly to the show itself. No percentage going to the streaming service such as Netflix, Peacock, or whatever, whatever. Let me know what you guys think. Buddies at gmail.com. Buddies on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Now, here's another TV series that's coming up that everyone loves because it is the way. Mando is back, baby. Mandalorian. All right. Now, this is probably the best show that Star Wars has put out since um, the first, since 1985. Let's just put it that way. Mandalorian is fantastic. The great Pedro Pascal. Where is this show going? It looks like the Mandalorians are either working together with um, Boba. Is his name Boba? I forget his name. But either um, the Mandalorians are working with... It's not Boba. It's just another guy. Anyways, it looks like the Mandalorians are working with Pedro or they're working together to find Pedro and take Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is starting to get his powers a little bit more understanding and uh, a bit more, um, how should I say, comfortable. So he looks like he's using them more. So that's, uh, that's interesting to see because once he gets a hold of that, it's no holes bar and the force is on, if you know what I mean. The force is on, like my name is Sanj. And guess what? My name is Sanj. Um, here's another thing for you. A lightsaber in your ass. Just kidding. It's not a lightsaber. Actually, it is. If I can find it. Oh, but I can't find it. Oh, I can. Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. I'm blocking. I'm blocking. All right. So Mandalorian's coming back. Uh, I'm excited to see that. I think there's going to be the storyline. Let's see. The first one was a Western. The second one, I guess, was kind of not really a Western. It was more like a... Had a more of like a... Uh, What's it called? Cyberpunk feel to it. But this third one, it seems like it's going to be an all-out adventure. Maybe it's going to be like like Platoon or Predator. No, not Platoon. It's going to be more like Predator or like Die Hard, where like they have to like set up shop and drop it like it's hot when evil comes their way. But they won't be traveling too much throughout the galaxy. You know what I mean? Like they won't be like going like into like different places they're just kind of like being one place and fighting a bunch of people who kind of like come their way what do you think that's my thoughts i'm dropping it like it's hot <laughs> ow okay uh what do you guys think <laughs> all right so I do want to exit um, this filmography uh, that we are doing here and make our way into another subject. So let's get out of the film role. And let's move into a little bit of music, okay? So, hey. Hey, listen. I want to <clears throat> congratulate the music industry for sucking, okay? Uh, music right now, not that great. Nothing really sticks out. Um, I can't help to see that all this music catalogs from the 90s are being purchased and are now used in commercials. And commercials sound awesome as hell, except it makes me sad that all these artists have passed on. And not to mention, their music is now more commercial than ever, literally. But here's the thing that music is missing. And I think a lot of art is missing. Psychedelic drugs. Okay. Psychedelic drugs. More pot for sure. More pot for sure. Mushrooms needed. They're a lot. They're they're like decriminalized now in California, so that's okay. And also, 
um, go for even more of the craziness, not to you, the average Joe, but to the celebrities who can afford the doctor and the psychiatric help that they'll need later in life after taking the drugs. But the drugs will totally expand your mind and, you know, make you um, better at your art. Because what drugs do is give you a lot of experience. You actually are able to enhance your experiences more than ever, creating you a, how should I say, shield of information that you can always go to to understand that, hey, when I'm getting into this character, this would be the drug of choice to be able to expand myself and truly become the character that I am and portray this in an Oscar-worthy version. My throat is getting tired. <clears throat> okay. Now, this is the first episode in a long time of many episodes to come. I'm about to come as well. But what I wanted to say is Brew Buds, thank you for being with me. It's a one-man show for now. I am looking for a co-host. Um, hopefully, CB is able to uh, join back in. He's having a lot of transitions in life right now. So, that is on the burner. Uh, no OC Bass. He's too much happy living the low life to be able to participate in any of this. But I am still here. And who am I? I am Sanj. I am Sanj, your host. Always ready to work with you and keep this show going. It is my pride and joy. So as I step away for this episode, I just want to say to all of you, thank you for supporting us, supporting me, supporting Bruce and Buddies. I want to thank you for always being here and reminding you, please don't smoke that synthetic weed. Thank you.